0: Okay, today's Misilah Isharim was dedicated, the Ailui Nishmat Esther Ba Naomi. Also today is the yard site for Baruch, Chacham Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam. Then the Shamot should have an Aliyah in the Zechut of the Torah, and in the Zechut of the Tzedakah. Okay, so now, we're holding at a very, very important topic, which is actually very appropriate for the time of the year that we're at because we're holding before Chag Shavuot, and we're going to be learning about Kavod HaTorah Vilomdeha. Okay, so let us take our time to learn this good and understand it well, so maybe by the time Shavuot comes we'll have a little bit more appreciation for what's going on. Okay, so again we started this paragraph, I'm going to read a little bit today. In the beginning, we're going to read, and then we'll go a little bit into the oymik. But first, let's see what we call, in learning, tzuras Sashmaitsa. You know what tzuras ha is? The way a person has to learn a sugya, some people, they start a sugya, they start being medayik the first second they open the words, right? You know the famous joke that they make. A person starts off, masechtus bovekamah, and he says, arba avot. He says, what do you mean? Arbaavot, the avot. Huh? And he makes a whole shnigelter. <laughs> right? He <laughs> didn't read further. It says Neziken. Right? So first, the way we learn how to learn is we do Tzura Sashmaitza. Tzura Sashmaitza, you see the, the general picture. The beginning to the end, and you see where we're going with it. And then we go back, and then we medaik. Good? So let's try to do a little bit Surah Hashemitesh today. Part of Yira, one of the branches of Yira, is to give honor to the Torah and its learners. And we openly learned in Maseret Avot, Anybody who's mechaved the Torah, Gufoy mechubed al-abris, Midah Midah, Hashem makes, that his body becomes mechubad ala Now what goes into mechabed Well, how do you mechabed So we're going to go more into it in detail, but in general there's two paths of how we do kavod Path number one is the external kavod For example, when they take out the sefer Torah, you stand up for it. You kiss the sefer. You make sure that it's Put on the shelf correctly, not upside down. To make sure that the humash is on top of the sidur. You give each thing its proper place. All those type of things. Okay? That's external kavoda Torah. Then there is a more deeper level of kavoda Torah. Is if you're willing to spend your time, your energy, the best years of your life, your brain power, and invest it into expounding on the Torah, and understanding the Torah. And being Doresh the Torah. And being Mahadesh hidushim in the Torah. And your Zahir. To make sure you don't transgress the Torah. And your zariz, To carry out the commandments of the Torah. It means you make the Torah very Choshev in your eyes by actually practicing it and learning it and studying it. So those are two, uh, parts of Mechabed Asateh. So the midi connected Mid is Gufoy Machabed Al-Abriyas. So Rabdon Seigel learns that the reason why it says Gufoy Machabed Al-Abriyas, Gufoy sounds to be an external thing, your body. He explains that since part of Kavodah Torah is an external behavior towards the Torah, and you're dealing with the external part of the Torah, for example the Sefet Torah, Right. Therefore, mida, kinagin, mida, that not only that people have an appreciation for you and they understand your value, that's more of an internal thing. Even the external behaviors towards you will be an external kavod just like you gave external kavod to the Torah. Got it? That's how he learns Let's go further. And our rabbis taught us the Masechet Tzanejri. Oma Rabyei Chinon. Rabyei Chinon said, Mipnei Ma'zochov Achov Lemalchus Esrim Veshtayim Shono. So you're not so familiar. Most of you here are not familiar with Nach, I'm assuming. But there was a king. His name was Achov. He was a big Roshav. But yet, he was Zohar to be a Melech for 22 years. Now Chazal understood that everything in life is Hashkacha Pratit. Nothing in life is by accident. So if he got 22 years of Malchus, that means Minashomayim, They had a reason for 22. So what was it? And the Chazal answered, because he was mechabed Torah, which is written with the alphabet of the olive base, which is twenty-two letters." Shenema malachim <laughs> el Achov Yasimu Now you don't know what it's talking about, so let me give you a little background information, a little bit. So basically, what happened over here is that Achav was in big problem from the king of Aram. And the king of Aram sent the messengers, I'll read you some of the Pesukim here. Omar ben haddad he was the king the 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 enemy if you don't want me to destroy you and kill you then all your gold and silver belongs to me your sons and your daughters and your wives they all belong to me and this was because he didn't have much of a choice. I will do what you ask of me. Okay? Now, then, Ben Hadad, this Melech Aram, sent messengers to him. He says, They're going to search your houses and the houses of your servants. The koya called or anything that is so beloved and precious in your eyes, yasimu biyodom, they're gonna take it, vilakahu. Ah. So now, he didn't know, what, what was that referring to? What was that thing that is very, very precious in your eyes? The Gemara says that that was the Torah. He didn't only really want their money and their silver and their sons and their daughters and the whole gang isis. He wanted Torah. I want to take away your Torah from you. Okay. So it says over there, "Vayoyim okay. ben hadad Umru amela kol el avdecha what you asked me for originally. I will do. But this, that you're asking for Torah, absolutely not. Alright, so that's the general background. So again, inside, mm-hmm. We're going to take the Torah from you. This I'm not going to do. What is that thing that's so precious to you? Love It's referring to the Sefer Okay, so we see that Achav Hagam, he was a massive Rasha. He did a lot of terrible things, Avay etc. But he had a certain respect and regard to Torah, and he was willing to put himself in danger and tell his enemy up until the Torah. That's more precious than my silver, my gold, Neshech the Sheikh ibn It's a powerful thing. Now this needs Talmud, this needs learning. How you can have a person who is transgressing the Torah in the worst way possible. But yet at the same time he has COVID, I'll tell you. How does that live? How does that contradiction live with each other? So we got to get back to these things. But right now, what the Ramchal is trying to tell us, that even if a person is a massive rosha and he deserves tremendous punishment, but still, at the end of the day, if the person has Kavor Torah, Baruch Hu will not allow that good deed to go unpaid for, and it was to 22 years of malchus. OK? Fine. Um, I'm going to tell you over a little story over here that he brings down on the bottom. Just to give you some appreciation, how much the Torah could save a person, even though he's a bad person, he deserves punishment. Okay? Just to give you some appreciation. Again, we didn't we're not touching yet the umic of the sugi. Everything needs explanation. It's not about inspiration, it's about explanation. Okay? But let's first just see what's going on. So there's a story over here. Uh, the people in the, involved in this story, you don't know who they are, so we'll just omit the names. But the point is like this. There were two wagon drivers that were very, very good people. That whenever they had a free second or a free moment in their their job, they would learn Mishnayot Baal Peh. Okay? Very a people. Now they made a pact between them they made a some type of kias kaf it's called that whoever passes away first will come back down to their friend and they will tell their friend what's going on over there in besden shamala okay So fine so one of them died the older one died first and then he came to his friend in a dream okay He said ba'tsam I don't want to leave Ghanedin for a second. The pleasure of Ghanedin is so intense and so massive and so unbelievable that to come away, to even come give you, to, to reveal to myself to you in a dream, I have to walk away from the greatest delight. But since I swore that that's what I will do, that's why I'm here. Okay, there's a true story set over by great Gidolim. So there's a misura in the story. It's not a babamisa. You know what a babamisa is? Huh? What's a Baba Meisa? A story you heard from your Baba. Your Baba is your grandma. It's not a Grandma Meisa. It's a real Meisa. Okay? And it has to give us Chizik and that these things are real, that Olam HaEmus is real. Okay? So now, so he says like this. He said, in the beginning, they started the Din Torah against him. All the angels, that have the Averis that he did. Wow. He said it was a pachad he was shaking from fear. Now, so he has angels of the Averas he did, and he has the angels of the Mitzvahs he did, and they weigh it out. They told him, even though there was more, he had more Averas than Mitzvahs. He had more Averas than Mitzvahs. But they told him, we need time to decide what to do with you. In three hours, we're going to tell you the psak. So Rabbi Dunn says, even though there's no real time and hours there, but it was just a way to explain it to the person, using the terms of Olam Hazza. Okay? Bottom line is, they came to him and they said, zakai, you can go to Olam Haba. So he says that the man who died, who was in this holding Torah said, I don't understand, this is Olam Ha'emes. And if there's more Averis than Mitzvahs, so how could my Pesach be zakai? I want to understand the Pesach. This is the story. And they told him in Shemayim. now listen to this, Rabbi said. this is davar amok me'od. They told him, because since you had a kvias itim every day, and you never, ever, under any circumstances, no chasanas, no brises, no... Business deals, no, uh, anniversaries, no, eh, uh, all these parties that we come up with. You never ever broke your Kvyas Item Latorah. Whatever that Kvyas Item is, you never broke it. Right? And it says, and it says, therefore these divretorah are like a wall that are around you that are protecting you. Yeah? You have to realize what Seder is. Every person in Kallisdall has kviyasitim. Everybody. Even a yeshiva guy has kviyasitim. We think only Balabatim have kviyasitim. Everybody has kviyasitim because you have times of the day that you have to take care of your stuff. Right? It just happens to be your kviyasitim material is three star a day. That's your kviyasitim. When you sign up to yeshiva, that's your kviyasitim. You have Benazvarim to do your things. When you have a kviyasitim, which is three star. A balabayas may have a kviyasitim in the morning, he may have a kviyasitim at night, he may have a kviyasitim in the morning and night. Whatever a person according to his level and his circumstance in life has to create kviyasitim. Now I'm trying to say a deep thing here, even though it sounds simple. Because the nature of life is that our needs are endless. And we have so many obligations social obligations, physical, materialistic obligations. And we have things pulling us in every direction that if a person will say, when I have time to learn, I will learn, he won't learn. Or he won't learn consistently. And he won't learn in a way that he can succeed in learning. So every person in their life has to set kvias itim. Kviyas itim by definition means, this is the time I'm learning. That's something that a yeshiva man and a, and a, and a balabas everybody has to do that. That has nothing to do with what you do for a living. Kfiyas Ita means this is the time that I set aside for learning Hereg Vali I don't mean Mama's death, but I'm just saying. This, we don't budge from this. Okay? Because everybody has obligations. Not only working people. Everybody has obligations. Obligation to the wife, obligation to the kids, obligation to the mother, obligation to the mother-in-law. Obligations, obligations all over the place. Follow? So you create kavias itim. These are your kviyas itim. Okay. So these people, they would convey a itim under all circumstances, unless halachically it's allowed. They did not break it, unless it's halachically required. They did not break it. For nothing. That's kvias item. It's nothing to do with how many hours a day you learn. There are people that sometimes learn ten hours a day, but they're not willing to be kvias those item. The pressure, the obligation of these times are untouchable, they won't do that. They won't do that. It's a big thing to be kvias It's not a simple thing. So these, this guy over here, he did more Averis than mitzvahs. More Averis than mitzvahs. More Averis than mitzvahs. And the law is you have to go to Gehenna. And you got to get punished. But the Kviyas eat him, surrounded him, and protected him not to go to Gehenna. Now we need to understand it. It's a story that needs learning understanding how Midas Hadin works. But for the moment, like I told you before, we started today, we're only opening up the Tzuchaz HaShmeitza of Mazet Torah. Zelimud Amok Me'od to understand what learning is. But you see clear that Itam Interpolatoria can protect a person. Protect a person. So you have to understand, we, not just you, we, all of us have to understand when we sign up in Yeshiva, that is kviyas itim. First seder is a kviyas itim. You can learn more than first seder. You can learn better too. But that's not kviyas itim. Kviyas itim means first seder was carved out. These hours were carved out for learning and learning only. Second seder. These hours were carved out for learning and learning only. Night seder. These are carved out for learning. That's the kvias item of a person who doesn't go, doesn't work for a living. That's his kvias item. For Balabos, for has to go to work. He has different kvias item. But the lomdus is always the same. It's not about how many hours a day you learn, and it's not about how geshmack you learn and how intense you learn. That's a different thing. But there's a concept called kvias item, which is. The most complicated thing for human beings. Because people do not like to lock themselves into anything. That's nature of man. They don't want to be locked in. Pressure free. But pressure free and not establishing a kviyas itim is something that is detrimental. Because you will never grow like that. Because obligations and needs and tzorochim are endless endless. There's always something to do. So Kviyas Itim is a very important. So this this guy had more Averis than Mitzvahs. And he's supposed to burn in them. And they're putting him in Gan Eden because he was Kviyas Itim the It's not even the Torah that protected him. It was the Chashivas the Torah that protected him. The Kviyas Itim is what protected him. We have to, this is a big lesson we gotta learn. Big lesson. And even if a person cannot accept upon himself this big lesson, for every single Seder, but you have to take one Seder, and say, this Seder, is not just that I'm gonna learn Seder, I'm gonna be kveya, this time, is gonna be kviyas Itim. Tired, not tired, Chasadah the night before, no Chasadah the night before, this doesn't move. This doesn't move. Your wife has to know, from this hour to this hour, no telephone. zaz. For the Bokram, tell your mother, There's a famous story. I think Chofetz Chaim brings it down. It says in the apostle, Adam ki yamut beohel, if a man dies in the tent. So Chazal Dashan, it means that it's talking about the ohel shel Torah, and memit doesn't mean physical death, it's someone who memis atzmoy oleho, means he breaks his human tendencies for taiva and all that kind of stuff, he's totally dedicated to learning. Adam ki yamut beohel. Mamus Atzmoy olel. okay? Famous story, where this guy had a store, he had a business. He ran the business together with his wife. And he had a time of day that he learned, let's say it was an hour, let's say it was two hours, whatever it may be, that was his Kfias potato, right? So, he told his wife, it's the whole story, but basically he told his wife, that his wife said, I need you, There's his customers, his wife, I'm dead. In these two hours, I'm dead. If you would be an almoner, you figure it out. The guy's in the ground, what are you going to do? Can't call him. He's inside the ground. Inside the caver. So if you're an almoner and you have a store, and you don't have a husband, you don't have him, he's not physically in this world, you're going to figure out how to do it. I call someone else. I don't know what you're going to do. Right? So when I'm learning Torah, to the world, to my worldly obligations, I am dead. You'll figure it out. So your wife will figure it out. Again, I'm not saying, there are certain times which are emergencies and I'm not, you know. But I just want to get the idea across over here that that's the type of respect that we need to have towards this zman that we learn koveya itim That's a very deep thing that we have to get clear. Okay, that's all nichlal in what we call koveid haTorah, and we're going to see when we learn the sugi like a mensh like a lumdin, we're going to see that koveid haTorah and Torah itself are not two independent things. They're going to be connected to each other. But that for that we have to learn the sugi good. But it's getting late. We must. Stop over here.